Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Roast. Featuring the Billmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> the pride of the Excelsior, Joe Butcher Boy Shasky. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, The Morning Roast. Oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. Welcome to the Rose here on the Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. Shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line, YouTube, and Twitch. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low, auto low rates, and super simple online application process. Good morning to everybody out there getting off the graveyard shift. If you're at work, what is happening? Cops. CHP officers, Highway Patrol, drive safely out there. Uh, all the teachers, all the students, everybody out there getting ready for some Warriors basketball and as well as playoff football. We're ready to roll here. Niners and Packers, we're a couple days away. We're a couple days away at Shasky. I'll just start right here because we're going to get into the history of the Niners and the Packers. Mike Holmgren is going to join us on the Boxer and Girls and Guest Line at 830. I'm starting to feel like that kid again where I'm getting antsy. I'm getting antsy. I'm starting to envision I drive down to Levi Stadium. I'm starting to envision walking through the gates, getting into my seats, watching the teams warm up 35 minutes before kickoff. I'm starting to envision the blue bomber jet or whatever they're going to have fly over <laughs> Levi Stadium for after the national anthem. I'm starting to get a little giddy here about the playoffs on Saturday. I, I'm I'm here for it. I mean, Packers Niners to me for a lot of uh, individuals, it's it's your childhood, you know. Yeah. And and depending on how old you are, whether you're in your 40s like you and me, or mm-hmm. in your 30s like Lubman, or in your 20s. I mean, these two teams have faced. This will be the 10th time in 30 years. Wow, it really is crazy yep. that they've met this much. You know, the New York Giants, the Vikings, uh, the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Depending on who you talk to, I mean, these are some of the common opponents that they faced right. over their history in the playoffs and to have 10 matchups in 30 years in the playoffs I mean that's when these rivalries are forged yep no doubt about it and and, and we're scarred from a lot of them Although the Niners have won four straight against the Packers in the playoffs, it's those uniforms it's the cheese heads that conjure up memories of mine that weren't swell in the 90s (laughs) this really wasn't, they owned the 49ers owned them but now things have flipped. Of course, with Kyle Shade ahead, but I'm thinking about those white, young wide receivers. I'm thinking about Bosa. And I'm thinking about Juszczyk. Just setting the tone physically yeah. here on this Saturday night. Now, you know what? We were talking before the show. We're not talking what ifs. What if this happened or what if that happened? We're going to keep a positive mind frame here. The red paint is in the end zone. The saloon font's in the end zone. The Niners should win this football game. Now, how do they win it? We obviously you got to play mistake free football. Obviously, you got to set the tone at the line of scrimmage. You got to win in the trenches. But this opportunity that the Niners have 
is everything we envisioned on the first day of training camp, Shasky, when we talked about the journey. What did we say one of the goals were? Home field advantage. Bye week. You don't want to go on the road. You don't want to play three games in the playoffs. That was the tone we set the first day of training camp when we talked about this journey. Well, now we're in the last leg of the journey. And home field advantage is ours. Home games are ours. And we're just that close to Las Vegas, Shasky. When that been, close. When you've been knocking on the door for as long as the Niners have during the Shanahan era, right? You win two playoff games, three of the playoff runs that you've been in. Yep. You've been to a Super Bowl. And you've lost in, in just some frustrating ways. Right, quarterback knocked out. You know the whole team yep. falters in the Super Bowl in the fourth quarter. The whole team, but the quarterback falters down in SoFi Stadium. Like those are tough pills to swallow. Yep. Go back to the Harbaugh era. Same thing. What's funny though is that as frustrated as we are with the Niners themselves, Packer fans hate our guts. Yep. I don't think you realize that they view the 49ers as one of the main reasons Aaron Rodgers doesn't have more than one Super Bowl. Yep. 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 And so, to me, there's a lot of equal hate between the two organizations. And what's weird is that where the Niners are right now, getting to just the divisional round is a huge letdown. Whereas at the beginning of the run now for Jordan Love, Packer fans are like, oh, this is all gravy. Anything yep. we do from here, yep. you know, we're going to have a five to ten year run here. Yep. Niner fans are like, you have to advance yep. past the NFC Championship game. Bare minimum. For you know, this year to be successful, and it's been wildly successful. You know, I, I'm glad you brought that up because something I was thinking about was Shanahan and John Lynch. When they signed on to be the faces of the 49ers, the head coach of the 49ers and the GM of the 49ers, brick by brick is what they said. We're going to build this thing brick by brick. Forgot about that. And, and we just we don't even say it anymore no. because they, there's a lot of bricks here. You got a hell of a brick in Debo Samuel. You got a great brick in Brock Purdy. You got George Kittle. But this was an expansion team. And the expectations when they got here was just, can we be relevant? Can we just play competitive football? Now we fast forward. They've been here since 2017. It's 2024 now, Shasky. And the expectation, is, it isn't just playoffs. It's how do we win the Lombardi? What they've done since they've been here to put us in this position to have all these stars, a plethora of superstars on this football team, seven All-Pros, Hell, we were just looking for one pro bowler when they signed, when they came to Santa Clara. We had no idea what was going to happen there, and they lose the five games by three points or less, five consecutive games, and then they make the trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, and the expectations have changed since then. But they just they continue to raise. And I know other, I, I know other fans are saying, man, Detroit, Tampa's on the other side. We're playing the Green Bay Packers and a young team, the youngest team in the playoffs in recent memory. We should be walking into the Super Bowl. But, boy, it does feel like as the Packers' window open, opens, as the uh, Lions' window is now mm-hmm. open, mm-hmm. Tampa Bay, we don't know what's going to happen here. On the other side, you got Houston, you got Baltimore, you got KC, you got Buffalo. Those windows are going to be open for a while. We don't know how long this window is going to be open for the 49ers, but it feels like if we could get this one, we could take care of business on Saturday, we take care of business next week, and we get to Las Vegas and finally get that one, it will validate everything that Shanahan and Lynch has built brick by brick. Well, and I think the the recent playoff 
you know, disappointments for the 49ers fans has almost held us like hostage to enjoy this season to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Like, be if I had given you this exact same season in 2019 with the the, the loser years preceding it, we have, would have enjoyed this year more. It right. felt like during the year we had to pause our enjoyment right. or temper it because it's like, well, if you don't win the big one, none of this matters. You got to win the big one. You know, it's, it's right. all about winning the big one. Do you Can they what, do though? it in the playoffs? I think we did a good job, though, this season. I think I think we did a good job. Roasters out there, it's not all the a roasters. Fun way to watch sports. Yeah, no, no. I think I think the roasters this season though, and I think we've done a good job at this as well because we haven't enjoyed. We've been helping on getting that Lombardi, but every week we said in the back of our minds we know it's Super Bowl or bust. But damn, how about this offense? I know. Wow, look at George Kittle score three touchdowns against the Cowboys. Wow, look at Brock Purdy go perfect against the Arizona Cardinals. Wow, look at the perfect passer rating against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Wow, look at Brandon Ayuk. I think we did enjoy this one more so. And then now that we're here, we know what time it is. But don't you think if they can rattle off some wins here and get to the Super Bowl, at minimum, get to the Super Bowl, you'll be able to like take a deep breath and like, all right, we got to where we needed to go. Yeah. Now I can just sink into it. Because there, there was like a KD feel to what was going on. And what I mean you, by that you is feel like, like that? That 2019 season where it was... The pressure yeah. of if you fall short, right. it does... Not that it, it strips all the joy, but it does... It makes it difficult for a fan. I, I think it does. I think yeah. it makes it difficult for the media covering Not, the team because you understand, like, there are larger expectations. It's a great spot to be in. I'm not saying it's not a good spot to be in, but the organic joy of the first run of 2019, right. this year felt different. Now, I'm not, not saying that I didn't enjoy it. It just feels different. See, you know, I actually enjoyed this year a lot because I had to do – so I had to take a step back personally. When we talked about the journey – at the Hilton Hotel in Santa Clara, I think we set the tone and said, look, we're going to enjoy every single week. And when they went, they lost the three straight games and we had to buy a week. I think everybody kind of caught their breath. And then ever since then, wow, going to Jacksonville and beating them 34 to three felt really good. Wow. The way they went to Pittsburgh to start yep. the season felt really good. Wow. Thursday night football, you outlast the New York Giants. Damn. You beat the Cowboys 42 to 10 on Sunday night football. And then you get to the meat of the schedule where you're playing the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seahawks and they beat them up there on Thanksgiving. I actually, personally, and I'll speak for myself here, yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed this year, and I've tried to scale back on the whole, in the back of my mind, it's always been Super Bowl or bust. I said, look, they have to get to the Super Bowl, and we've got to win it with all these stars and I all know. the money. However, I think personally, I've done myself, a, I've done a great job personally of enjoying every single week and enjoying one of the greatest offenses we've had in 49ers franchise history. I've actually sat back and said, you know what? This has been a lot of fun. So I haven't personally put that stress on me throughout the regular season. But now that we're here in the playoffs, <laughs> see? Now that we're here in the playoffs, but I think it's appropriate now to have that focus because we are in that extra season. I just, I, I during been, the regular season, though, Shasky, I enjoyed every, I had a lot of fun during see, this regular I, season. I think my trauma, no, I did too, but I'm saying I think my trauma of all the disappointments, it has like, it scarred me. Like, it really has. And and I just, I so want to come out of this era with this coach and this core yeah. guys with just one, just give me one championship. Just one, I can't, 
I don't think I can process yeah. another heartbreak. No, well, I, I don't think anybody can. I don't we're think not I can. Put that, we're not going to put that in the stratosphere. No, I know. I don't mean well, it like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, no, like, you. you know, like, given no. everything, everything is aligning Listen. appropriately for them to strike now. The iron is hot. Like, this is now. And if you look across the AFC, only one of those teams can make it out. Yep. Okay? Only one of them. I fear Baltimore. I still really feel, fear Kansas yeah. City. And Buffalo. Josh Allen. I fear, I fear Buffalo. You know, like, I fear all all of those teams appropriately it's just like i want them to handle business and move on i yeah. do want to contrast the two organizations though the the packers and the niners at some point this morning we, we can go through it yeah they could not be more different yeah no doubt no doubt we'll get we'll get to all that we'll get into the history as well but just thinking about the disappointment so i just want to you know we think about playoff disappointments i mean losing to the I, to the to the rams i, I, I don't think so much i don't think i was ever more depressed and losing to the new york giants in 2011 that was uh, bad. Kyle Williams. And I said to myself, I can't deal with this again. And then I did deal with it because they <laughs> lost to the Ravens the next season. And, and I that? said, well, I can't deal with this again. And then they lost to the Seahawks up in Seattle again. In the greatest the, play in Seattle right, sports history. Sports history. In one of the greatest NFC title games in NFL history. It was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable football game that we could not enjoy because we're on the losing end of it. And I've watched that game. That's another game. I've watched Just that like game, game six. at least 20 times. So. Game six. Legitimately. Giants Angels, I've only watched back one time in my life. I watched it during the pandemic again. Yeah, I, I it was it, it took when, me when Dusty flips yeah, the ball to I Russ. I know, I know. And I God bless Dusty. Felix Rodriguez. So, <laughs> so so that was when that was the only time I watched that game back. Really? I'll I'll make an admission. The NFC title game between Seattle and the Niners. I haven't watched that entire game back yet. Really? That one cuts me deep. The fourth quarter alone, I've watched on YouTube, yeah. where the clock and all the issues. Yeah. With the, I've watched I, it over and over and over I'm sorry, and over. I'm sorry, Shasta. Michael Bennett killed us. I can't stomach it. Cliff Avery. I can't stomach it. That was rock bottom. But you say, we can't handle another heartbreak. Well, you know what? We did down at SoFi Stadium, <laughs> where every Niner fan, you asked Rocco. You saw, we saw Miles in San Francisco afterwards. We did a video afterwards. We all hugged each other. I know. We were full out hugging each other, saying, we'll have another shot. And you know what? We did get another shot. We are in Philly last year. And the thud of that game, the finality of that way to lose, like to lose that way, that one, it left a horrible taste in my mouth. But you know what, though? You know what, though? And I'm not even going to put it out there, but we know, come Monday morning, if the Niners somehow get upset by the Green Bay Packers, which I don't envision happening, but if they do get upset by the Green Bay Packers, it will be the biggest disappointment in Bay Area sports history, and I don't even think it's close. Wait, wait, wait. I think it trumps. I think it trumps 2016, Game 7 between the Warriors and Cavaliers, because I understand where the Warriors are at at that point. Yeah, but I understand where the Warriors are at by Game 7. Iguodala. Couldn't play, and they lost to LeBron. They lost to Andrew. They lost Andrew Bogut. Yeah, Stephen Curry was playing on one knee. Yeah, they were done. They were cooked. I talked to Festus Azili about it all the time, mentally where they're at. And hell, it was a tie game with four minutes left. I can live with that playing against LeBron James. I can live with that. Losing the Super Bowl to Kansas City, blowing that fourth quarter, SoFi Stadium, Game Six, Giants Angels, two thousand two, two thousand two, losing to the Marlins, going wire to wire in the regular season. Jose Cruz you know. Here. This one right here, with all the stars that we have, if we were to somehow lay down to the Green Bay Packers, to me, it would be the biggest disappointment in Bay Area sports history. That's just me. Wow. That's me. 
I don't know if I'm ready to process that because there's something. I mean, you losing the World Series because this how this how highly I think of I this know, football team. I know we got the best defensive line, right? Yes, this defensive line is the most expensive best running back line, in the game. Best running back in the game, maybe the best playmaker. Two of the best playmakers in the game with Debo and Christian I McCaffrey. I got what well, I got the best tight end in 49ers pro. Let's just say it right now. Yeah, I, George Kittle is the best tight end in 49ers franchise history. He's here now. I, I think you're right. Vernon Davis, I love Vernon Davis. I love Britt Jones. 54 touchdowns or something like George that. George Kittle's the best tight end in 49ers yeah. pro football history, still playing in his prime. Brendan Ayuk, back-to-back 1,000-yard receivers. We finally have a I duo. Know. We I broke know. down the duo at the Hilton Hotel, <laughs> being the best duo in Fort- <laughs> like since the 90s. Well, they're here. We have that. I know. We got Jawan Jennings, who's nasty. You got Fred Warner, the best linebacker in the game. You have a 24-year-old quarterback who put up historic 49er passing numbers this year. He just broke single-season passing record for yardage in franchise history. And I would argue, I know some will take Pat, uh, most will take Patrick Willis. I would say Fred Fred Warner's on yeah. Patrick Willis's level. So that's why I, I don't would, know if he's better, but I think he's on his he's level. He's on that level. I do I personally believe yeah, that. Yeah, I, 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 I I'm with you. And there. I understand those that don't want to say that yet. Nope. I, I believe me, I get it, but Fred's an all-time player. No doubt. So I don't see the Niners losing on Saturday, and I'm starting to get psyched up for it. Tony, Jonathan, we're going to get to you on the other side, 888-957-9570. We also have something special happening in the 8 o'clock hour. Something special is happening as well as qualified one of you lucky listeners for autograph Christian McCaffrey jersey that I may just deliver to you. If you win it, I may deliver to you unless you live out of state, then I can't get it to you, but we'll, we'll work on that one. That's all coming up. <laughs> Brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Bonte and Shasky. All right, man, we got the sweet Christian McCaffrey jersey, a throwback Christian McCaffrey jersey. You're going to want to listen. For the keywords in between 7.30 and 8.30, and all you have to do is text the word to 203-57, and you will qualify. We'll be doing this all week long in between 7.30 and 8.30, and also listen in between 12.30 to 1.30. And you're going to hand-deliver it? Uh, maybe. Hold on. Let me get through the read. Okay. 4.30 to 5.30, and you can win. <laughs> yes, you can qualify once each show, so you have 12 chances to win all week. Uh, yeah, we. I may hand-deliver it. If it's within reason. If it. If it's within reason, I will hand deliver did, the jersey. You can come with me if you want. Well, did you hear the story? What's the story? Well, the story is that uh, Kyle Yuschik's wife uh, made that jersey special for a jacket for Taylor Swift and for Patrick Mahomes' wife, Brittany yeah, Mahomes. She did a great job. Oh, doing my it. God. She sat down with Roz with I last night. Apparently, it wasn't going to make it on time, and they contacted FedEx and got a hold of someone at FedEx, which I would love to know how that went down, okay? And they hand-delivered it to them before the game. That's pretty sick. So it's like you. You're like FedEx. You would yeah, hand-deliver like it. I did. used to work at UPS as well. Um, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> what can Bonte do for you? I was going to hit you <laughs> with the tagline, and you beat me to what it. What can Bonte do for you? You know, there was a story yesterday by Nick Wagner of ESPA.com. He was writing about Brock Purdy. Because he's the only quarterback who's not a first-round pick left in these playoffs. That's Think about crazy. that. crazy. Jordan Love, first-round pick. Jerry Goff, number one overall. Baker Mayfield, number one overall. Lamar Jackson, first round pick, 24. No, 32nd overall. Okay. Um, uh, uh, CJ Stroud, number two overall. Josh Allen, top 10 pick. Patrick Mahomes, first round pick. 
Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Now, there's a great story by Nick Wagner, and he's talking about Purdy and Purdy, and you sent the clip yesterday, and I got to read the story. And this is what's insane. This is what makes shit ahead so insane. That's why we need Purdy just to ball out. Early in the offseason, I'm going to read this little paragraph, and I <laughs> it, want people to My comment. mind was blown. I, I can't believe this. Early in the offseason, Niners coach Kyle Shanahan sat down with Purdy and assured him that if he was healthy, he would be the starter. Unless, <laughs> unless Tom Brady wanted to play one more season for his hometown 49ers. An ecstatic Purdy understood the logic, but the competitor in him also bubbled under the surface. Purdy said, that meant so much to me. I remember him saying, if we could get Tom Brady, we're going to go try to get him. And I was like, yeah, he's the GOAT. I get it. But something deep down inside of me was sort of like, dude, I just showed you that I could play well in the system. And we were one game away from the Super Bowl. More than anything, I was like, okay, now let's go. It's that competitive spirit shed ahead, and the Niners have quickly grown to love. Yes, they say Purdy is humble down to earth, but he carries an edge on the field that manifests in many ways. Now, just think about that. Shedhead said, hey, I know you're coming back from a tour at UCL. You just led us one game away from the Super Bowl. You lit it up. We feel really good about you. You show so much bravado, so much heart. But if Tom Brady wants to play for us, we're going to go that route, kid. And that was this past offseason, which we heard no murmurs about. We heard nothing about that, Chasky. Hey, Bonte. You're going to be my co-host, but if Radnich is available, you know he is the GOAT. You might have to step aside. I understand, Shasky. I mean, I can't get over this. First off, you went back to the Tom Brady well when you should have went to the well day one, which they didn't, okay, which I wanted them to in the 2020 offseason during COVID and everything. Fine, whatever. Okay, You didn't, you didn't go with him. And then you were going to go back to him when he looked even more washed and he was even more older. And the key was if he was going to give us a hometown discount. Right. What? At what point in his career lately has Tom taken a hometown discount? I know in New England at one point he did. That man's about his money. You see that deal he was going to sign with Fox? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I, I, I just can you believe that they were going to go down to Brady well again? Okay, so how, I, how do Niner fans feel about like that came out of nowhere? Out of nowhere, and it's like a throw-in, right? It's a throw-in in the middle of the article, like oh, by the way, Shanahan <laughs> said they're going to try to go get Brady, which tells me a couple things have popped into my head about Shanahan. <laughs> I can't believe that Shanahan again. When Shannon Sharp said on first take early this season. Patience and the Shanahan's don't go together. That I agree with now. So now, it is what it is. And I'm, I'm keeping it positive. I think Brock Purdy's going to play well this Saturday. I really do. Boy, Shanahan's always creeping to see who's next. He's always trying to upgrade, whether it's tight end, wide receiver, middle linebacker, or quarterback. But what about the, the whole fact of like, hey, the arm's up in the air. I don't know if he's even going to be healthy. Like, what's going it, it tells me, though. Regarding Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, both of those guys were like not in the equation. Right. If he's going, it's Purdy or Brady. Right. To me, like oh, those, that whole narrative of all the talk that we right. had, you know, leading up about Darnold and, and Trey or whatever, however yeah. you broke that down, they were never in the cards. No, they were done. He was done with Trey. Absolutely. He was done with Trey the minute Purdy lit it up against Seattle, and then they got into the playoffs. He was done with Trey. No doubt. We were fooled, but he was done with Trey. No doubt. And so th there's that whole element, and there's like the whole, you're my guy, unless, you know, something else. But that's also the nature of the NFL. Wouldn't well, you agree? It is. But the fact that he was like, yeah, I'm going to go look for Tom Brady, 
after Purdy's sample size during that stretch was a lot better than Jimmy Garoppolo's sample size. And in fact, and look, and I was yelling this from from the day they lost the Super Bowl. I was tired. I didn't care whether it was Brady, Stafford, Goff, you know, Sean Watts. I, I all I wanted was for Shanahan to get his guy. Yeah, go get your guy. Well. And he didn't go get his guy, which is what made me frustrated, frustrated about the whole Jimmy Garoppolo era because it was obvious that wasn't his guy. Yeah, he rolled with him for another two years. So it was like, shit, what are you doing? Well, and now that it seems like he got his guy, oh, let me go call Brady. Brady, you sure you're retiring? What? I, well, I mean, it's a unique situation. You know, it's a unique situation. And he's a unique player who was available. I, I, I think it's one of those outliers, right? Like, right. I'm not going to lose my mind over Shanahan thinking about bringing in the greatest quarterback of all time to, you know, because the guy might be out for one whole year and because this is a win-now team. Look, right. I will be the first person to say it to the high heavens. I never thought Brock Purdy would have a season like he had right. this year. I just I never right. I never saw it in the car. You told me a, a year ago, mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, even after the great run that he had, you know, if you'd asked me the minute after they beat the Dallas Cowboys, Purdy is going to break almost every single 49er passing record right. next year. I'd have been like, "Yeah, I don't know about that." Yeah. I'm just being real. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm. I've watched a lot of 49er quarterbacks have nice little runs. Now, Purdy, his little run at the end of last year was better than all of them. Right. But I, I was cautioning myself from falling victim right. of prisoner of the moment. Right. Who could have foreseen this? Right. Nobody. Who, who could have? Nobody. And I am a sucker for Tom Brady. Have I not been B? No. I mean, I think we all. How are. could you not? I be? think we all are. I, I told you, me growing up with the Pats. I remember you said, you know, when they beat the Seahawks, that was when he won you over. I was just sitting there thinking, I for the entire 2000s, you guys, big dogs, you guys, anybody around me, I would not gamble against the Patriots. It was pats or pass for me that. because pats of Brady. It was. And he, the guy won me over the minute John Madden said, you know, if I'm the Patriots when they won that first Super Bowl against the Rams, and John Madden goes, you know, if I'm the Patriots, I just play for overtime. And Belichick went for it. And the kid didn't wilt. And the kid led him to a game-winning field goal. And I was like, wow, this guy. Damn, that's ballsy. And then two years later, quietly lights up the Carolina Panthers as he's, as he's in the duel with Jake Del Home. But Brady lit it up. And you can't name a wide receiver on a team outside of Deion Branch. I'm like, all right, Brady's Brady's that guy. So I get it. I'm 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 all for Brady. But but during, after the Super Bowl, I said, you know what? Jimmy earned that equity. And it didn't look good in New England at, last mm-hmm. year with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. But obviously, he didn't have the weapons. And obviously, he proved us all wrong because he won a Super Bowl. Belichick was wrong. Right. And Belichick's one of the greatest the, the coaches of all time. He he was in the building with Tom. And yep. he was like, yeah, I'm moving on. Right. Right? Right. Absolutely. So, I, look, on some level, I can't fault the Niners or you or anyone who thought that Brady was done at that time. Right. I wanted him just because I wanted to see Brady come here, and I've always been a Brady fan. But And it was probably more emotional-based than it was film study-based. I just wonder, how would that have sit with Niner fans if Brady actually did sign here and we didn't get to see Brock Purdy eclipse Jeff Garcia Steve Young for the most passing yards of a season in 49ers franchise history? Who would have been robbed of that? I'm almost, call me crazy, I'm actually glad it didn't happen. Monte, I knew that the Purdy effect was completely off the charts. Maybe two months ago, I went to Target, and I saw just a, a, a 10-year-old girl walking around Target in a Purdy jersey. Then I hit the corner, go to get my water, right. and I seen a four-year-old dude in a Purdy jersey. Yeah. And I said to myself, all right, 
This fan base loves Brock Purdy. Yeah, well, the, the the Dan Orlovskis of the world, and I'm just using him as an example. The national pundits might want to say what he isn't, but what he is is one of the most beloved athletes right now in Bay Area yeah. sports. N and I have been together over seven and a half years. She doesn't go crazy over athletes. She doesn't go crazy. I don't know why that needed to drop. I can't believe she lasted seven years with me. Uh, but Purdy. Does she go like crazy over my opinions? Maybe nah, some she, of my jokes. She don't even. Uh, I don't know. I don't. Know. She sometimes don't even listen. How she, I she prop you up? You know, sometimes she don't even watch the pre and post game show. She don't even care. She's like, ah, you, <laughs> what it's a just hater. work. It's just work. She's like, it's just work. We're doing our own. My thing. wife Which doesn't is, listen to anything. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. But the way she went crazy for Purdy. Early on, she goes, babe, I think we got our Tom Brady. I said, you're out of your mind. I can't mind. believe she said that. I said, you're out of your And I, I tell you the story. When my mom was like, we got a quarterback. And you talk about the Purdy effect. And then the lady at Big Mouth Burger sipping the lemonade saying, yeah, the quarterback's pretty good. I'm like, what is going on here? All right, I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe anymore. But here we are a year and a half later, and I feel pretty damn good about Purdy being the quarterback of the 49ers. But it's just wild that Nick Wagner just threw this in there that – Shanahan sat down with Purdy and assured him that if he was healthy, he would be the starter unless Tom Brady wanted to play one more season. <laughs> me and Bonte will be a successful duo unless Radnich comes out of retirement and wants to work with me. Oh, man. Let's By the way, I love how I'm replacing you yeah, in this particular exactly. hypothetical. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I just get kicked to the curb. Uh, all right. Don't miss the kickoff show this <laughs> Sunday you, with Larry Kruger and Lorenzo Neal live two hours before the start of the game. Join us at Hilton Santa Clara Hotel. I don't even know what time I'm getting to this game. For delicious food, great drinks, and the best pregame show in the Bay Area. Presented by Habas Law. You've been wronged. Habas Law will fight to make it right. Call 1-800-INJURED or visit HabitsLaw.com. What's coming up in the game brought to you by Fremont Bank, Full Service Banking, No Compromises. When I say Packers Niners, what do you think of, Roasters? What do you think of when I say Packers Niners? Let's get into the history of this rivalry. That's all coming up here. 888-957-9570. More coming up on the Roast. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Bonte and Shasky. Segment sponsored by Golden State Lumber. Serving the Bay Area for three generations. When you succeed, we succeed. Visit GoldenStateLumber.com. Yeah, we have something special happening at the 8 o'clock hour. Something special. Mm. Mm. And I wonder if you know... Also, Chris McCaffrey, Jersey Giveaway. You could qualify today between 7.30 and 8.30 on this show. Later on today from 12.30 to 1.30 on Stiney and Goo. And from 4.30 to 5.30 on Willard and Dibs as we get closer and closer. By the way, Warriors taking out of Utah Jazz. We got a scare, a health scare. Uh, my boy Dino, sister coach of the Golden State Warriors, man, had a health scare. Uh, Woj broke this story right before we got on air. Uh, they stayed at the hospital last night with Mijovic, Milovic. And he got hospitalized with sudden and serious health issue in Salt Lake City. So this is a scary, scary incident. Very scary. Um, wow, he had a serious health issue at a restaurant in Salt Lake City last night. So uh, he's at the hotel. The coaches was with him last night. So a real health scare. Hopefully he's okay with the Golden State Warriors. We'll talk to Slater at 8 o'clock about that. Anthony Slater, of course, our 95-70 game insider. The Warriors trying to get a win. And even up their record on his four-game road trip, 
to go to two or two. They're playing a red hot team in the Utah Jazz. Shaskey. The Utah Jazz are playing some really good basketball. It's going to be a very tough game to win as they renamed the stadium the Delta Center. Oh, it's the, the Delta arena. Center. It's the Delta Center again. The OG Delta Center. What was it? Vivid Smart. .net arena or something like that. Oh, it's like Monster Cable Park. Yeah, there you go. For those that are old enough. <laughs> right. <laughs> Three com Talking Stick Resort oh Casino Arena Phoenix. No, my favorite was Networks Associates Coliseum. Yeah, that's so bad. It's one of the worst of all time. Right. So, anyway, I, I would like to do a little quick little fun thing here. You know, Green Bay and San Francisco, the organizations and the communities could not be more different. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? No, absolutely. Right? So, I, I look at Green Bay, Wisconsin, 100,000 people in that greater mm-hmm. area. You know, it's it's in the middle of the country. You don't see the ocean. San Francisco, even though they're playing down in Santa Clara, it represents a larger region. Yeah, there's in San Francisco, the city, there's like 800,000 people. But the greater Bay Area, there's like, I don't know, 7, 8 million. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, we obviously can see the ocean. Right. <laughs> We're right on the edge of the entire continent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Green Bay as a team. The Packers, they're publicly owned. Yep. They don't have one owner. Yes, yeah, publicly a, owned. It's a bunch of shareholders. Yep. The Niners, they're owned by the Yorks. We know exactly where the buck stops, do we not? Yeah, we do. All right. LaFleur works essentially for the GM. Whereas I feel like with the Niners, don't you feel like even though they work in tandem, Kyle's really the head guy. Yeah. I mean, they go head to head. Lynch is probably the more of the face and He'll go out there and speak publicly and shit ahead's more, hey, I'm going to coach and I'm going to okay. buy the groceries here for the most part. But we don't even know how that's divvied up. <laughs> we don't know if it's Adam Peters. We don't know if it's I'm John Lynch. Really. I don't even. I, who knows? I don't know. But, right. but I feel like I interpret it as this is Shanahan's operation. Right. Right? You know, the, the, the Niners have been looking for that singular quarterback to lead this team forever. Mm-hmm. Um, the Packers are on now their third guy. But they've had a run of 30 years where it's been Favre, Rodgers, and now they're handing it to Jordan Love. Jordan Love, first-round pick. Now they stashed him away, and they kept him on the practice squad uh, for that first year, and then they've worked with him on the side. He's been mm-hmm. a backup forever, and mm-hmm. finally they had the guts to trade away Aaron Rodgers. Yep. And they're playing him. And they stuck with them even after he struggled. The Niners, they had a high-priced first-round yep. pick, and what they do with him? Didn't give him a lot of opportunities. Yep. He didn't make the most of them either. Mm-hmm. And out of nowhere, they handed the keys to Brock Purdy, a seventh-round pick. Well, unless Brady wanted to come out of retirement. Unless Brady wanted to come. <laughs> the Niners have been a big free agent destination. They've been bold yep. in free agency. They've been bold in trades. Think of some of their best players. Christian McCaffrey, Trent Williams. Those were trades. Mm-hmm. You know, Think about some of their high-priced players on the team currently. They were free agents, mm-hmm. whether we're talking uh, about Javon Hargrave or we're talking about Charvarius Ward. They've also done a great job, obviously, through the draft. The Packers, they're primarily a draft-and-develop team. Yep. What's the last? Is Charles Woodson, Charles Woodson, the last great free agent to sign in Green Bay? Uh. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Think of how hard you're thinking right now. Well, yeah, because I don't, I don't follow the Packers like that. Like, we watch their football games, but a day-to-day transis- transaction... Charles Woodson was a huge free agent. They got Reggie White back in the 90s. They were able to get players around him. Gosh, I don't... They drafted Jair Alexander. Darnell Savage, I believe, a draft pick. That's what I'm saying. They've drafted really well. Rashawn Gary draft um, pick. Yeah. It's crazy, right? It is kind of wild. Right? So so I'm just looking at the two teams, and they're very different. They're just very different in terms of their community, in terms of their fan base, mm-hmm. in terms of their ownership, uh, how their their you know hierarchy is within the right. ownership, how they build a team and how they fill out that team. I mean, this is the third youngest team to ever qualify for the playoffs in the Green Bay Packers. Yep. Clearly the youngest left in the playoffs right now. And the 49ers, I don't think they're the youngest, but I also don't think they're the oldest team of all time, but I consider them more of a veteran team. Yeah, they've been here. They've got calluses from all the playoff games and all the regular seasons and winning division championships and going to NFC title games. They've that this core group for the Niners have been there. This core group for the Packers, obviously, they have a sniff really the playoffs. But but if I said to you top five or six fan bases that travels, that represented, that is represented across the country. Oh, it's the Green Bay Packers. Some people think the Green Bay Packers are America's team. Oh, that's actually. More than the Cowboys? Yeah, Midwest, the Heartland, Vince Lombardi, the Super Bowl trophies named after Vince yeah. Lombardi, uh, Lambeau, you know, uh, Coach Lambeau. Think about what Green Bay represents football. Think yeah. about when, the, uh, when the, NFL, the NFL kicked off their 100th season. It was the Bears and the Packers that kicked it That's off, right? And, and so when you think about Green Bay, I was listening to this. Who was I listening to yesterday? But they were talking about Green Bay. Oh, no, it was Brett Favre talking out of nowhere. You know, but when you go into that town, which is, I can't wait for the schedule to be released for 2024 because I want to go to Green Bay next season. Everything about it. Big Dog went there a couple years ago, and he goes, you just walk through the neighborhood, and the stadium just appears right there in the middle of a neighborhood, and everybody's so friendly. Give you shots, they give you beer, they talk to you. It's a really friendly town. For for the most part, most Packer fans are friendly. No, I would agree. It's respectful. I would agree. It reminds me of the Pittsburgh Steelers fan base. Not malicious. They're not going to just talk down to you. They'll tell you a good game. Yeah, they'll be rooting for the team. Very respectable fan base. Do you hate the Packers? I used to despise them. Sports hate? I used to despise the Green Bay Packers. But I respect the hell out of that organization. Which is why I'm giving them a puncher's chance. Which is why I don't want to overlook them on Saturday. Because of what they've done. They have an infrastructure. They they, they stick to the plan. Patience. They are patient. They develop well. Think about all those wide receivers that they have right now. Think about Jordy Nelson. Think about Robert Brooks. Think about Antonio Freeman. You know, think about James Jones. Think about Devontae Adams. Yeah. You know, who Greg Jennings. They develop so well. Running backs, Aaron Jones, right? Tight ends, Luke Musgrave. They've always had a tight end. They always had a good tight end. The yeah. Green Bay Packers are one of the best franchises in sports because of the way they develop and they stick to the script and they know the limitations. Okay, you know. 
How are we going to sign a free agent in the offseason? Well, we have to sign our own. But we have to make sure we draft. And they make true trades as well. Green Bay is one of the model organizations in all the sports. What do you think of LaFleur as a coach? I think he's a good coach. Okay, you do? Yeah, I think he's a good coach. Was there a time where you just kind of questioned him at all? No, I was eager to see him without Aaron Rodgers. I I think a lot of people were. How much is it? How much of it was Aaron? How much of it was Lafleur? Yes, I and, I, and you know, before the season, we were talking about Green Bay, and I was just thinking, man, we're I think we're sleeping on him. Well, you were always high on Jordan Love, right. When everyone else thought he sucked. Hey, look, I like Jordan Love. Doesn't mean I want him as my quarterback. Like I, I see some tweets here, some texts on the comment. Oh, Jordan Love's your guy. No, I, I, I love quarterbacks. You do, all right, Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes, I love all quarterbacks, well, Lamar Jackson. But Jordan Love, I thought, let's give patient. him a shot. Yes, Because in today's society, we're not patient. Not at all. Think about Philadelphia. We listen to 94 WIP. We're waiting for Phil Mike to go out there. They already talk about firing Sirianni. He's got a playoffs in all three years as head coach. They're talking about getting rid of Jalen Hurts. Right. Jalen Hurts after a near MVP season and look, look looking like the best player on the field in the Super Bowl. Think about all these quarterbacks that we want to flip-flop. Everybody was down on Josh Allen midway through the year. Oh, Josh Allen can never get it done. Now look at him. He's also the whole playoff game against Patrick Mahomes Sunday night. Single-handedly just... Carry the Buffalo Bills. Yes, as an You know, so patience in sports. Hell, yeah, you're right, Tyler. Trey Lance, we weren't patient with. We weren't patient. Shut ahead after seeing Brock Purdy light it up last season. Told Brock Purdy as he's rehabbing, you're our starter. Unless Tom Brady wants to play for us. <laughs> it really is incredible. Sean McVay, Jared Goff. Oh, we're seeing Jared Goff leading them to playoff wins in the Super point. Bowl appearance. We got to move off you, buddy. We're trading for Matt Stafford. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, crazy. Patience in sports while Green Bay said, you know what? We're going to drive Jordan Love. Yes. When everybody said, oh, you got to drive the receiver for Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers made a big stink about it. Remember? Really? That's what we're going to do? Drive Jordan Love? And they sat there. They were patient. Same thing with Brett Favre when they drafted Aaron Rodgers. When a draft Aaron Rodgers first run, you're going to sit and watch. When nobody likes to sit and watch. Think about how many rookies play on day one. The Packers are like a throwback. When we grew up, yes. quarterback sat for at least two seasons. At least. What, like the Aaron Rodgers part, because this is the first time we've faced the Green Bay Packers since Favre where you haven't had the Aaron Rodgers, oh, you should have taken him component. Oh, we should trade for him right. component. I'm actually refreshed that this is more football between the lines, and we don't have that Aaron Rodgers, just that crappy Nolan narrative that we've had for since 2005, right. basically, but, that we took the wrong guy. I'm glad we don't have to go over that again. Don't you think that narrative, though, died After the we minute beat the Niners beat him at Candlestick Park? With Cap? With Kaepernick. Would you feel like that died? No, I felt like it died for me. I I I still have like Johnny Bologna will text right. me every now and then. We should have gone after Rogers. Right. For me, that died. Not maybe it didn't die after the Kaepernick game, but it certainly did die a slow death when they went to Green Bay in the wild card. That game I agree. And with. beat them. When and Jimmy about, G beat right. him without throwing a touchdown and well, scoring an offensive touchdown. Well, I mean, that's as that I think that's the worst loss of his playoff well, career. Well, Aaron not Rogers. only that, and they got blown out of Candlestick Park by Jimmy G by Raheem Mostert in twenty nineteen. Yeah, Levi's. You know, Levi. So, but even then, you think about back when Harbaugh was the coach, and the reason why it died for me then. Because Harbaugh was here, he had yeah. Kaepernick, and they beat him like four straight times. They beat him in the regular season. Remember Alex Smith with the Lambeau Field to start the season, the year after 2011. And David Akers had the longest I field goal, 63-yarder. The Kaepernick run right before right half. Right before I had time to set up that field the goal. Draw. Randy Moss scored a touchdown yeah, in that game, David went like Moss. this. <laughs> Navarro Bowl with an interception in that football game. 
They went to Lambeau Field to kick Aaron Rodgers' ass. And then they beat him the next year in the season opener at Kettlesick where Kaepernick threw for over 400 yards. So that narrative with Aaron Rodgers had died for me by 2012. Okay, okay. It was done. It was done. I was like, look, they got their Super Bowl. It was a bad pick. I think we could all move on. I agreed. I just I feel like every time I saw his face, and then that throw he made to Devontae, I yeah. leave us like, oh my God, this guy's going to torment us forever. Yep. You know what I mean? The one that got away, as we always talk about. Sam, you're a little younger than us. You're 10 years younger than us, give or take. And I don't mean to put your age out there. Uh, Green Bay, where, where do they rank for you in terms of, like, is it, were you around for the 90s when they smacked us up four years in a row? Uh, I mean, I was, you know, a little tyke back then, so I don't have a, a huge memory of. Uh, what those games were like. I mean, yeah, I think the first Packers-Niners game I really remember was, I think it was the 0-2 playoffs when they lost. I think it was 25-15. That's like the first one. The underthrow from Garcia. But, like, no, the big ones are, uh, yeah, the the Kaepernick ones and then the the two most most recent ones there. So basically the last four matchups are the ones that stick out the most for me, not the... uh, not the ones that earlier Niner fans had to trudge through in those 90s uh, matchups. And, and then what about Aaron Rodgers for you? Like, is, is he the one that got I me? Mean, you're a big Cal fan, obviously. Like, are, aren't you happy that we don't have to deal with that this week? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you talk about kind of when that Rodgers narrative died. I definitely think it died a little bit after those Kaepernick ga- games. But then it kind of popped up again when Kaepernick kind of faded away. And it's like, oh, man, still would be nice to have Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. seeing what Aaron Rodgers has been like the last couple of years, though, is added another layer of of it to the whole story like there's a part of me it's like yeah it would have been nice to see Rodgers in a Niner uniform the last few years like hey you know what maybe we dodged a bullet there in the well, long run think about who Aaron Rodgers has become oh totally agree in a way sure he's got a Super Bowl it would have been great to have Aaron Rodgers he's one of the best quarterbacks at a time he could claim that he was the guy I mean, he threw a perfect. He was. Some people consider him the greatest quarterback of all time in terms of gifted Just gift, yeah. talent, arm strength, yeah. Making all the throws, mobility, deep shots, out routes, back shoulder fades. Think about the back shoulder fade. He, it felt like he was the innovator. Yeah, I know. Well, I, again, I keep going back to you. I still can't get over that throw he hit to Devontae at Levi's on that Monday night. It's one of the greatest throws. Oh, I've Sunday ever night seen football. In my life. Sunday night oh, football. Oh, Sunday night. Excuse yeah, me. Sunday night football. It's one of the greatest win. throws I've ever seen in my life. Um, Fred Warner was in perfect position. It was the greatest throw I've ever seen. He's great, but think about what he is as a character. And I'm like, you know what? I don't, I'm okay with never having Aaron Rodgers in a 49er football uniform. Yeah, I, I'm, now I'm, I am. I'm, I've been over it for so long. Yeah. I've been over it for a decade. Think about it. Yeah. That's just me personally. I don't speak for everybody. Some people are different. Some people are still to this day, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But you know what? I've been over it for a decade. And so the Niners, because the Niners have had really good teams. Yes. And you know what? Since that moment, they've owned the Green Bay Packers. They really have. I mean, they really have the uh, the the Packer fans. Like my buddy Bill Schmidt is going to come on with this later this week. His heart has been broken, and they've had seasons like the Niners right. are having right now, where the Niners have come in and thumped them, and they thought they were having a magical season, and they had the Hall of Fame quarterback who was going to get to his second, you know, Super Bowl and, and win it. Right. They've had their heart broken they have. numerous times they have. by inferior 49er teams. Yep. And they're fed up with us. They are fed up. And I think there's going to be a ton of Packer fans at this game. Well, I hope not. I this think is there what will we be. get home field advantage they're for. Everywhere, that would be that would be embarrassing for the Niner fans to sell their tickets to Green Bay. This needs to be a red out. This needs to be a red and gold out. 
I don't want to see that many. Are cheese you heads you're out gonna there. start that red out? Yeah, red out something. I don't want to do a white out. We don't do white out. No, we don't. We're not wearing white jerseys. No red. I like a red out. I like the red out. Red out. I want a red out on Saturday. I don't want to see green jerseys. I don't want to see cheese heads around there. Do not sell your tickets. Come on, man. We got home field advantage for a reason. This ain't a neutral site game. We're not the L.A. Rams. We're not playing at SoFi. <laughs> what the hell is going on around here? You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and AC1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app in favor of 95.7 The Game for the best and most up-to-date sports covers. Should not forget, you could also watch us every single day at our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log out and search 95.7 The Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, a smart choice for low auto loan rates and Super simple online application process. Shout out to the Comcast business text line as well. This is a Warriors Wednesday. We'll get into the Warriors at some point today. Anthony Slater, our 95-70 game insider, will join us on the Boxer and Gerson guest line at 8 o'clock here on the Warriors Wednesday. Brought to you by Freeman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit com today. Speaking of a Packer fan, let's go to Kitten Larkspur. Kitten Larks, our first call of the day oh. from a Packer fan. Wow. What's up, Kit? Hey, I'm going to the game, and there's going to be a lot of Packer fans at the game because we're not wine-sipping, cracker-eating 49ers fans. Heavy rain at Levi's Stadium will be like a summer vacay for the Packers fans, so there's going to be a lot of green and gold going fly like a cheesehead, fly like a cheesehead. I'm going with a local bartender, so we'll warm up. I hope they sell brandy at Levi's Stadium. All right. Uh, Kit, what else you got? What else you got? Because we do have brandy. What type of brandy do you want? We don't serve Erkerjik. We got Hennessy. We got whatever you want. Brandy, um, you're uh, a fine so, so, so how's this game going to play out, Packer fan? Kit? We're going to take the ball, and we're going to go down and score, just like the last game. And the 49ers are cursed, just like all the analysts chose Dallas. Uh the 49ers are cursed because none hey, of the analysts hey, are Kit, giving the Packers a Kit, chance. And Kit, you you never really trash talk before, huh? This, this is not it's a, too this nice. Is, yeah, yeah, I can't take you serious. I kind of want to give him a hug. I can't take you serious. How long you lived in in uh, over there in, in the Bay Area? How long have you been here? Uh, Thirty four years. But once you wear the green and gold, I went to the first Super Bowl. When I was going to college in 1967, and the ticket was six dollars, and and unfortunately it was about a hundred times that for this ticket, which the 49ers fans are selling because they can't take the cold weather like the Packers fans. Oh, kid! Last I remember, when we faced in the playoffs, I believe we went into Lambeau in frozen conditions. Right, had a lot of fans there and beat you. It was a little rain during an NFC title game in 2019. There was. It was misty. We've been up there in cold weather games twice against Green Bay. Kaepernick and then, of course, Jimmy Garoppolo. In recent like, memory. In recent memory. So, sure, Kit tried to talk some trash. Uh, he's too nice. That was yeah. like the most wholesome trash talk yeah. he's ever I mean, had on this I show. I mean, we're going to take the ball and score, and you guys They've can't take have the rain. they got at Levi's, right? Yeah, of course they do. They've got everything at Levi's. My girl Danielle's just slinging alcohol out there. Danielle Britter. She's slinging shots of alcohol, tequila, and everything out there. What are you talking about? Brandy. Wine and cheese. I haven't seen anybody sip some wine at a Niner game in a very long time. 
I'm trying to think. I can't remember the last tailgate I went to where they were sipping wine. Yeah, I, I it's can't. out there. Uh, truly, it's out there. They do it in other stadiums. I don't know the 408 Empire. When I go to their tailgates and I walk through that, not a lot of wine. No, there's a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of everything. Damn, I'm high but I don't contact. Know if wines necessarily yeah, on yeah, the menu. I, I'm not there either. Shout yeah. out the 408 Empire. Right, right. Our tailgates get down. They do. They do. Good good job, Kit. I'm not mad at you. I'm not. All right. It's shit ahead. Shit ahead. Here's shit ahead on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, they look real good versus Dallas. I think they've looked, you know, haven't got to watch much of them until these last 10 days and obviously picked it up a lot more these last two days. But I think they're a very good defense. The numbers don't always tell the truth. They had a couple games that got um, some cheap yards, but they're good in the run, good in the pass. They can get to the quarterback. They're extremely sound. Um, they're getting healthier. A ton of respect for Joe. Got to work with him my first couple of years of my career in Tampa. Uh, he's been involved in a number of different defenses and playing against him a few times with the Rams and then and, and, uh, Green Bay. His scheme just keeps getting sounder and better. Hey, Shannon, when did you start prepping for the Green Bay Packers? Started really focusing on them halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> and they scored at the end of the second quarter, so I kind of did both at halftime. And then third quarter, I was set on one team. <laughs> Midway through the second quarter, he's like, yeah. Cowboys are cooked. <laughs> well, he said they're good against the run and they're good right. against the pass. They're not good against the run. Um, and, I, and I don't, you know, I'm not trying to, like, rip Shanahan. I'm just saying I think he doesn't want to obviously showcase what his particular game plan is. But they're, they're 28th against the run right. this year uh, in a division that I would say doesn't have the – most excellent quarterback play. Um, and if you just look at like when they played certain teams, like they played Minnesota after Kirk right. Cousins was already hurt for the year. And, you know, you're on your third, fourth quarterback. I mean, it's Nick Mullen starting against them for crying out loud. Right. So I think the Niners will be able to run the ball in this game. At what point do they start to run the ball or dedicate themselves to the run? I think we can have a philosophical conversation on passing first to open up the run right. or vice versa. But I think we can run. And I actually, to me, it's, it's Debo. It's obviously CMC. And I think Elijah and Jordan Mason, I think, is going to play a role in this game. I do believe if the weather is going to be wet and the slippery conditions, you got to get that big bruising back Jordan Mason out there. Yeah, if it's if the weather's nasty, I don't see Brock Purdy throw the ball more than 25 times. I can see a game player like they have for Jordan Love and CJ Stroud where they only throw the ball for 21 times. Although those were blah victories, so maybe they would throw the ball a lot more if it was a close game. Point. But stats get skewed. There's a lot of injuries. The Packers been dealing with a lot of injuries all season long. And they got a good front seven. They looked good last week, but out of respect, the Cowboys run game. All right. We're going to take the calls. At all. At all. Like, I am like, 100% with you. Uh, your phone call's coming up. I see you guys lining up here. Stay patient. We're going to get to you on the other side. 888-957-9570. We'll start to dive into the history of this rivalry. It is a Warriors game day, however, as they are in Salt Lake City to take out a Utah Jazz. A Warriors game day brought to you by Xfinity, the Xfinity 10G network made for stri streaming live sports. And what's coming up on the game brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your phone calls. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.